to the Flannel Destination. My name's Nate Wilson. And, and I, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we're a little rusty. Yeah, it, it's been a full month since we've been back here. I'm Tyler Bowen, uh, and today we are joined with our special guest, Curtis Lawrence. How you doing, bud? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. More importantly, Nate, how are you? It's your birthday today. Yay! It's my 24th birthday. I feel, I yeah. feel great. It's your sixth 24th yeah. birthday. Um, all right, I'm 30 today. So I, uh... Oh, where are we gonna go now that our 30s or oh, 20s are over? Damn, fucked up the song. Start over. I'm not 40. <laughs> I'm not 40. I'm Yet. Whoa. Nice well, that, that would make you 70, so... How does that make you feel? All right, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a while. Um, Curtis, right, how you doing, man? This is yeah. the first time on the show. Yeah, I'm nervous, but I'm... You should be. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Fuck you. The first, well, yeah, the first time is always okay. the roughest, <laughs> toughest, grittiest, shittiest. You all right, man? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. Um, well, today, um, it's been a while. We're going to do something fun. We're going to do Marvel's What If, available on Disney Plus if you haven't seen what it yet. Um, the show is an anthology of uh, exactly what it sounds like, What If situations within the Marvel Universe. Stuff includes uh, what if Thor was left-handed and what if fucking Captain America liked chocolate? I don't know. Very. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's much more higher stakes than I that. I haven't actually seen the show, so I don't know if you're joking. <laughs> Just kidding. I've seen it. This is not going to be that kind of nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Watcher has seen all, but does he know why kids love cinnamon toast? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. We oh, may okay. never find the answer. What if? <laughs> or how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? We may never know. <sighs> it all depends on how big the tongue a two, is. A three? Crunch. <laughs> Crunch. Oh, my beak! <laughs> all right, I don't know where this bit is going. Uh, yeah. Um, we Did you, by any chance, did you do any production facts? Cause no, I didn't. This, this is our first episode where I got to write the episode. Woo! He's actually written like three episodes that we just haven't done yet because we've been really freaking busy. We just haven't had time. I, do we need Humera? I, I forget what Humera is. I know you were talking about it, but I wasn't All really I, listening. I <laughs> watched it. There was like an epi- there was like it. a commercial for Humera, and it was like these two podcasters, and the one was like, "Oh no, yeah, in the, it's for the, like uh, it's for like Crohn's disease." Nate, do we have Crohn's disease? Is that why we can't or get an IBS? Together? It's a some poop disease. I shouldn't. Well, I should make light of it like that. Our, it's a terrible disease. Our podcast is a bit of a poop disease because it is shitty. It can treat arthritis, well, plaque psoriasis, achillosing spondylitis, kindylosing spondylitis. Yeah, but can and it help Crohn's you see disease. why kids love cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> and what was the last one? And Crohn's. And Crohn's. Okay, okay, so I was kind of right. I was partially right. Nate, you're turning a, into a an old crone. Oh, crow. <laughs> That's me. <All> right. <laughs> fucking around so much. I love it. Oh, it's so be- good. It's so good to be good back to be at the back. seat. Yep. I love it. And we're getting- there was a point. There was a point where Tyler and I were like kind of like half drunk in a bar. We we're like, do we still want to do this, man? We do. And we we're both kind of like, I don't know. Let's 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 see where it goes. And we, I feel good. I feel good doing it again. It feels yeah. nice. We um going ahead. I'm not sure what our schedule is going to be like for this. We- it probably be like whenever we want to do one, which yeah. is fine. You know, we don't have we have some pretty loyal listeners and uh, who I feel will be happy. And thank and you so much for us, you and guys. We appreciate, oh, my God. I need to shout out before I meant to do this like four episodes ago. <laughs> but oh, my God. Sarah Honerman uh, is our newest uh, 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 sp- like little sponsor, like uh, uh, patron. What? Yeah. Five bucks a month. Hell yeah. Thank you, awesome. Sarah. She's so great. And she's a great friend of mine. And. She loves the pod, and I couldn't ask for a greater supporter. So she's amazing. And her husband and their daughter are so great, too. Seth is one of my very, very good friends as well. And Thank you guys Rob so much. We people. appreciate it. Yeah. Where are the rest of you loyal listeners giving us money? Come on. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just listen to the podcast. That's all we ask. Please. But, yeah, going forward, we're going to try and put out an episode when we can and when we want to. Hopefully, um, more than once a month we'll try and shoot for. It's the, from, the reason I say we will put one out when we want to is because I see a lot of of podcasts shut themselves down when they can't stick to a schedule. And while it is really nice to have a set schedule, 
our lives aren't that predictable and neither are our schedules. So we don't want to shut ourselves down because we like doing this because we don't want to shut ourselves down because we can't stick to a schedule. We still like doing it and we want to keep doing it. So, and we have no other choice but to do it. I sold our souls to the devil. We need to produce at least 666 episodes by the full moon of my 66th year or we all die. So let's get on it. Even me? Guess Especially you. <laughs> Kurt, you're starting at one. You got to fucking kick it up. <laughs> All right. So do we want to just get hell, into it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. All yeah, right. yeah, I can't go back. <laughs> okay. So every episode opens with uh, the Watcher, this cosmic being who watches over all multiverses within the Marvel Universe. And in this, he just kind of tells us the story as a um, as an unbiased viewer. Um and explains how things, certain things in different timelines happen. Uh, episode one is what if Captain Carter, what if Captain Peggy Carter became Captain America? Or I guess Captain, is there a name in the comics like just Captain Britain or something? Well, yeah, there's Captain like... Captain Terrible Breakfast if, if Foods. <laughs> how dare you? Full English breakfast is delicious. Um, in the, If this was the comic book, she would be Captain Britain. Okay. And I... I'm not completely certain that she has become Captain America. I'm almost positive she has at one point in like another what if comic. But uh This is yeah, the universe no, she where be... they go by Captain Carter. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Kurt. <laughs> Thank you, Curtis. What if I minded my business? <laughs> no, this is so, productive. I appreciate it. <laughs> so this episode opens with the scenes of Captain America One. Um it's World War Two. And, uh, like I said, it's the early parts of Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, introduced into the scene where uh, Steve is about to get the Super Jack serum, the Super Soldier serum. <laughs> However, instead, um, what changes in this timeline is instead of leaving the room when asked to, uh, Peggy Carter decides to stay and apparently meets causing a huge branch in the timeline. Before the procedure can actually start, Peggy notices the undercover hydrant a- Hydra. <laughs> Hydrant, the undercover <laughs> Hydra agent who blows up the lab, shoots Steve, and then tries to steal a vial of the Super Soldier Serum, but immediately gets shot by Peggy. And it's weird too because what also changed when Peggy didn't go up into the the little crow's nest up there, the bomber also didn't go up into the crow's nest, which happens in the movie. He's up in the he's not yeah. on the ground floor. He's up in the little obs- observation area. It's, it's it's been a while since it. All I know is that it it, it wasn't it couldn't have drastically changed things like this. Uh, there's a lot of like oh because this th- this one thing happened it caused other things to happen and you can't prove that it wouldn't. So here's this <laughs> happened the mortal. way we're telling this is the story. how we say it happens. Oh, yeah, it's, it's our canon. You can't say anything. Oh no, yeah, it's, go back to your what your wat pads, idiot. Your what? Wattpad. It's something I found out. It's like a site where you, people make fan fictions. I think it's called Wattpad. People or you. So anyways, <laughs> so Tyler has a fan fiction podcast. He honestly, honestly does. All right. Anyway. Yeah. So he, sh- the, the bomber shoots, uh, shoots Captain America shoots Steve. in a nondescript area of his body with no blood. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Agent Carter is just like, Steven, I'll go get the bad guy. After I take your soldier serum, yeah, pretty much. No. She's, it's this. It's this whole thing. Was like, well, I, we don't have somebody getting the serum uh, to do the procedure. If we can't do it now, we'll never do it. And despite one Cue su- ham-fisted misogyny, from oh yeah, absolutely, not unnamed non-movie character, <laughs> just some soldier dude. Um, yeah, she gets into the pod and becomes so jacked, like almost oh, more yeah. jacked than actual like Captain Amazonian. America. Svelte. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so she she does the whole thing and she gets the gets jacked as balls. Uh, sexist military man continues to be sexist is all I have right written down. Argues that women can't be soldiers, even one who is a super soldier. This cuts to a scene where um, Peggy is uh, training in some. It looks like a palace. Like where is she? Where is this training room she's in? You know oh, yeah, no, it looks like it, they kind of skipped the whole thing that 
that uh, Steve did with the uh, USO tours. Yeah. Well, they got they can't do everything they do in the movies because they're just um. You guys want to stop playing with a fucking pen? <laughs> it's so distracting. <laughs> um, they they skip the whole USO tour thing that um. I'm sorry. They do it in Captain America. They they have like limited time, but uh, Peggy's training, and then Steve's also doing some um like uh, physical therapy, and they have like a nice heart to heart. And I this is something I do like about this uh, this episode is that they keep the romance between yeah. Steve and Peggy. It's like it doesn't matter that I'm gigantic and you're a tiny little man. We always knew Steve was a bottom. You want to know why they call me Peggy, Steve? <laughs> Oh my god! I've been holding that one in since the first song episode. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> you can't oh, think man. that's that funny. Thank oh, my. you. I really thank do. you. Then <laughs> my dad just told me I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> Happy birthday! Oh, okay. Well, that hurts a lot more than. Well, it's, if we're being real, it's both of us. Um, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> so yeah, Peg and Steve have like a little heart to heart. It continues that um, uh, the romance. He mentions Bucky, so you know he, we're gonna see him later. Um, next scene cuts to Hydra in Norway getting the Tesseract, the good old evil Nazi MacGuffin. The, yeah, the the MacGuffin cube from space that the Nazis find. <laughs> um, and it's the exact same scene how it plays out in the movie. Cuts back to I keep writing SSR and I don't know. Super Soldier Room, maybe. I no, wrote this SSR like, is like the, oh, it's the, the like the intelligence agency, right, right, like right. The proto CIA's, I think. So it cuts back to there with uh, Stark and Peggy trying to convince the sexist colonel to let them go get the Tesseract back. Cuts to bar where Stark gives. Oh, the cuts to a bar where it's just Peggy and Steve, or not Peggy and Steve, Pe- uh, Peggy and uh, Stark complaining about how sexism is bad and how super soldier women are cool. And it's just like, you know what you need? This USO costume we were going to put you in and a shield. Of of a a literal like $2 billion shield that I just took. Made of the rarest anything on the fucking planet. Here you go. Here's the shield of like just... Yeah, she gets a shield. A Gravity fucking shield. A GDP of a small country's worth of super metal. And yeah, go uh go do your thing. She she took this advice from a uh, a contractor <laughs> for the US military. <laughs> yeah. I can make so many weapons. Here's a shield. <laughs> but this okay, so this cuts to um sort of an ambush on um a platoon of uh, Hydra soldiers uh, who are transporting Tesseract, including, um, fuck, what's his name? The the guy who becomes MODOK. And no, he doesn't become MODOK. Well, uh, Arnim Zola. Yeah, doesn't he? Arnim Zola is a different thing. Oh, okay. I thought he was like in this was their version of MODOK. Oh no 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 no. Okay, so MODOK wasn't like a person before he was MODOK. I'm pretty sure he was just, he was like created to be MODOK. He's literally no no one cares. Back to this. Uh, Fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, okay, so we cut on to this ambush, um, and Captain Carter is just so good at this. Oh, yeah. Like, way better than when Steve first started out being Captain America. Steven. Fucking mercs Steven. them. It's an <laughs> awesome fight scene. My favorite part is when um, the jacked Aryan dude is like, ha-ha, Freulein. And it's like, Freulein? And then like, is she, that German for break my fucking kneecap? Because fucking, that's what she does. She like ostrich legs the guy. <laughs> and then like sends his face into the concrete. Smashing the concrete and doing God knows what to his face. What I love about the... No blood. And then he says, thank you. <laughs> thank you. What I like about Captain Carter is she is much more, like, cavalier, like, about taking on this. She's like, hello, chaps. Die. But here's the thing. If you think about the combat training she got versus the combat training Steve Rogers got. It's just, it's different in in So much more effective soldier. And I would argue a better Captain America. I would say, yeah. Or a better super soldier. Because she has really good morals, and she was a trained super spy 
before she Mo- beca- became the greatest soldier in the history of the world. And which so, is much more charisma, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Steve Rogers always embodied that, like, Captain America, the old traditional values. And she's just like, cheerio. <laughs> Break your fucking kneecap. <laughs> What's Shazam, up? Shazam, ostrich leg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Okay, where am I? This you you made this look so much easier. I am struggling to just read through what I've written. You do a much better job at writing these episodes than I. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass, isn't it? Yeah. So she gets the tesseract back. Um, Stark gets the tesseract and uses it to build like an old school Iron Man, i.e., the Hydra Stomper. Um, then we get another scene of more cute heart to heart with Steve and Peggy. Yeah. So it cuts to uh, Captain Carter assault on a Hydra bra- base. This is like in the movie where Bucky's being held. Right. So it's the same place. Um, <laughs> she and just fucking breaks the the hinges off of the door and they're all like, what's a dame doing here? And then she does that and they're like, oh, shit. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My favorite part of that is when um, how she gets there is she runs up to a motorcycle that's already going at like max <laughs> yeah. speed and just like fucking GTA's May this I guy. In and just like cuts his head off with her <laughs> fucking hand and then she's like, I'm taking this. And she does. She does take it. So she, uh, <laughs> she frees uh, uh, Steve's old original crew uh, mm. as well as Bucky the, and they uh, get out and they're getting fuck, what are they called the freedom uh, fighters probably no not, that fighters. sounds like a bunch of terrorists the kids next door <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> go on I'll think of it I'll think of it yeah it's very integral it's like to rough the riders or something it's not that but I'll it's... show you anyway <laughs> <laughs> sorry um, so they get out and then they're pretty much overwhelmed by uh, Howlin' Commandos Howlin' Commandos go ahead okay. <laughs> there we go <laughs> And then the Hydra Stomper shows up. Yeah, they're uh, they're just getting murked by all the extra Hydra people. And then Steve shows up. He's like, "Fucking here I am!" And comes in with like, it looks like fucking OG. Um, fuck, what was Obadiah Stane's uh, Ironmonger? It looks like Ironmonger. Yeah, like, it does. Uh, oh, it's so tight. And he just kills the fuck out of them. This is after okay. The, she, Stark makes the Hydra Stomper after Peggy gets the Tesseract. Yeah, I said that. Did you? I did. Oh, you were playing with a pen. Yes, I was. (laughs) (laughs) What this is like? This is exactly what I like about the what ifs is like the alternate hero versions of stuff. It's cool to see Captain Carter. It's cool to see, Mm -hmm. um, fucking the Hydra Stomper. Hey, goddamn it! Put down the pen. Sorry. (laughs) Do you need some Adderall? I just some good old birthday Adderall. I got. I made you an Adderall cake. Are you ready to blow out the candles? It's also Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. We're hurry. Bust out the platoon. More Hydra shit kicking montage. So they do. They assault on the on various bases with uh, Captain Carter and the Hydra Stomper. And then they finally like nail down like where the big one is. Yeah. And like we got to take that one down, and they do. <laughs> this then we get the the assault on the train. And this is the one right, in, the train, um, yeah. in uh, where in First Avenger where Bucky quote unquote dies, mm-hmm. but instead it's uh, Steve in the Hydra Stomper. Um, it's they're trying to get the, they got they're thinking they got the Tesseract back. It's not they didn't. Uh, Peggy's super pissed. Uh, leads a final assault on Red Skull's base. Red Skull somehow got the Tesseract back. I don't remember when. Uh, and uses it to uh, from the train. Oh, right, 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 right. Because he find they they retrieve uh, they retrieve Steve, they retrieve Steve, and and the Hydra Stomper, and right. then they take the it power was in from the, yeah. The, the Tesseract then, was in the Hydra Stomper. I forgot about that. So yeah. the leader assault on the Red Skull's final base, and Red Skull's using the Tesseract to summon a monster for some reason. What did he do in the original? He just used it to power his weapons. Yeah. Why does having a female um, and d- d- protagonist be like, well, I'm going to use this, this to summon Cthulhu instead? Don't think about it. Yeah. Don't think about it. You can't prove it wouldn't happen. Curtis, do you have any, any theories? Nope. <laughs> I have no theories. <laughs> You're just holding that fucking thing like it's gonna save your life. It's so funny. Oh my god, like a phallus. Why? We... Oh my god. 
This I'm making is very uncomfortable episode. eye contact with Curtis right now. I'm holding the eye contact. He <laughs> <laughs> called my friend. bluff. I can't I can't hold it. He called my bluff. <sighs> okay, so Red Skull summons not Cthulhu, whatever. It's just a bunch of tentacles just flying that out. That shows of the up later on. Um He immediately kills Red Skull. Yeah, fucking his just crew fucking smashes him. Discover that Steve and the Hydra Stomper are still alive. Uh, try and power him up so he, it can be a nice clashing fight with uh, Peggy and um, Steve fighting the Cthulhu monster. And it works, but this is the thing where she gets pulled into the portal and is, for some reason, shot into the future into the uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. base, uh, like modern day. Or right. probably 2012 at that point. Right. This is Avengers, yeah, the first Avengers movie where the little portal opens up from the Tesseract and she pops out of it with the sword, which I thought was really cool that mm-hmm. I thought they were going to yeah. bring back later and they didn't, which was a little, eh, but I get it. And then she's like, oh, I'm sad like Steve was and he was sad. Now I'm sad. And then she's, you know. I'm going to go make out with his grandson, I guess. <laughs> his, his nephew. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Uh, or niece. Anyway, um, <laughs> and that's the episode, end of the the first episode. Well, no, and then there, and then uh, who was it? Hill or was it Maria Hill or uh, it was it Black was, Widow? It's like, hey, we found something under, I don't it, remember, like this. buried or like in the ice or something somewhere, and then it's like, oh, there's someone inside it too, the Hydra Stomper. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're like, that's, oh, but somebody's inside. It was, I think it was an after credit scene. Oh okay. Was it that in the first episode still? Or was that Yeah, it was on? the first episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or but was it in the last episode? I think it was in the I, last episode. It was in the last it episode. Was. Yeah. Oh, Fuck! That's, yeah, way to spoil. <laughs> I just <laughs> proved to everybody that I watched this. <laughs> good. We needed that. That's all we have you here for is just, hey, by the way, I watched this. I did. Okay, good. Yeah. Keep it up. I've got the notes for the uh, what if T'Challa was Star-Lord. You have notes? I do have notes. All right. You can say it if you want. You want to you want to give us the rundown of episode sure. 2 then? Yeah, I would love to. So, we start with an opening akin to Guardians of the Galaxy, but T'Challa's Star-Lord is well known, whereas Peter Quill's is laughably not. I feel like I'm I'm listening to an audible.com preview. It 100% <laughs> is. Oh yeah. I'm Nate, about stop that. Nate, de- stop. What is wrong with you today? It's my birthday. Okay. Deep throat as many mics as you want. <laughs> 30 you have to do 30 because it's I was trying to see how far you get without touching my teeth keep up keep up that practice for when you go to prison (laughs) (laughs) you want to keep going can we go no no why why because I wanted to talk to you guys about my notes because I wasn't sure if they were good enough yet they're good yeah they they can't literally cannot be (laughs) bad enough yeah okay well, as long For as we have commentary. Yeah, as long okay. as we have commentary. Okay. So, where was I? All right. It shows that T'Challa has rubbed off on Yondu and that Yondu is a better man for it, getting his sick kicks off on doing good as opposed to the old Ravager way. T'Challa was mistaken, literally, because Yondu outsourced the abduction to Taserface and the Soup Man. <laughs> <laughs> soup. Soup. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Soup man, fucking oh man, what's his name? It's uh, in the universe or the in the actor? universe? Well, I, I know uh, it's it's Sean Gunn, but right. Uh, no, nope, I'll think of it and I'll blurt it out and interrupt you. Go and ahead, what man. I love about this episode is just how awesome T'Challa is as Star Lord. Oh He's yeah, one hundred percent. I said this a while ago. It's very guys. confusing, but yes, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> T'Challa as Star Lord is, in terms of good, inversely. Um, der- <laughs> it, T'Challa as Star-Lord is as good as Peter Quill being Black Panther would be bad. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Or just or just fucking Chris Pratt as T'Challa. <laughs> oh, God. That would be wrong on so many levels. Oh, God. All right. If he can play Mario, he can play T'Challa. <laughs> it's a me. T'Challa. 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 <laughs> I am the Black Panther. <laughs> it's a me. Yeah, it's a, did you guys? I found this out. Do you guys know that Mario is actually Japanese, not Italian or? Uh, no, he's Italian. No, he's. It, it says on the on the wiki page. He's no, Italian. he's Japanese, and his no. last name is actually Mario. His name, his both, it's Mario Mario. No. Yes, it is. His, his he's Japanese. Yes, it is. Look at his up. first Wikipedia name is Itsumi. It. That's not true. 
That's not true. It's Mario Mario. God damn it. We're Are gonna, you trying to do a bit? Yes. We're going to settle this in oh Smash God. Brothers his, in a little it's bit. It's Japanese. His last name is Mario. His first name is Itsumi. I fucking hate <laughs> you. Itsumi Mario. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> you know we're not. Yeah, I, I know. You know we're not. It's my catchphrase at this point. <laughs> Curtis, how's how's T'Challa as Star-Lord going? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, Yondu, back to um, back to Yondu, he does not seem at all concerned that they took the wrong kid. Oh, yeah, in the, in the flashback. He, yeah. No, not at all. Because he's like, all. this kid's fucking rad. Yeah. Oh, you want? <laughs> I'm glad we got the wrong kid. This guy's yeah. the fucking man. Do you he hear this accent? That's awesome. The <laughs> Nothing wrong there. So yeah, go to 20 years later, and Thanos is Thanos. working. Oh yeah, with he's the part of the Ravagers. Which I I love. Good guy Thanos. I really like yeah. that. It kind of it. I know this isn't the case, but it kind of makes it seem like ooh, a good conversation would have changed his whole entire perspective. Yeah, and I don't and think it was like. Some therapy and no, <laughs> maybe some Adderall because T'Challa can be very convincing. Yeah, I I mean I know it'd probably be harder to do than that, but I mean he's still clearly like you know my idea is still could have worked, and he yeah, brings it up like throughout like, the movie. And it's like yeah. yeah, it's it's effective, guys. He uses that it's to efficient. flirt with one of the um <laughs> guards in uh, Wakanda. Oh, yeah, at the end, yeah. <laughs> oof. <laughs> Just oof. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because T'Challa had a better argument about reallocating resources. Yeah, right? yep. yeah. Uh, so I feel like we don't need to go through like the whole plot here, or like in any of these. Honestly, yeah. it's just like yeah, they do like a a, a heisty weisty thing, and it's like they got to get like a nondescript like super yeah. thing, mm-hmm. and it's like to the, save some planets. The and- thing that bothered me in this episode though was. Fucking starlet ass. Uh, starlet? Yeah. Like, starlet? Yeah, st- you know, like a Hollywood starlet. Um, oh, I fucking, thought you were... Uh, fuck, what's her name? Not Gamora, the other one. The other Nebula? One. Nebula. How she, like, has fucking golden ass blonde yeah, hair. Loki's super like, hey, attractive. Hey, like, What's up? I'm like, I know you're Karen Gillan behind that, behind that cartoon, and I am... Mysteriously turned on. <laughs> I just, no mystery about it. Karen Gillan is like my future wife. Go ahead. I just think I just thought it was so weird. Like you change. I understand. You can change Thanos to an extent, but that I feel like uh, fucking Nebula would have so much more like trauma and stuff to be fucking a badass. Maybe uh, Thanos uh, turned around and was like, "Hey, sorry for being such a fucking." Terrible dude. Because well, if he can change his mind about the literal thing he based his whole life around, he could probably be like, "Hey, sorry for being such a bad father figure." Clearly, to you. have like a and a then like heart. resolved a lot of issues there. And she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna now that I don't have to focus on literally death and murder all the time, I can focus on expressing myself." <laughs> Just because you are a bad guy doesn't mean you're, you're a, a bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> oh, I love Wreck It Ralph. I'll wreck your Ralph. Uh, uh, so, uh, so yeah, time, time heist. Not sex. time heist. Damn it. Sorry. Is that <laughs> happens when women have sex with you? They wreck it and then they Ralph? I don't know. <laughs> That's a joke I stole from so the, the fucking uh, a, a Comedy Central roast. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they do this heist. And then it turns out that the collector hired the uh, Black Order. It's also also yeah. worth noting that the collector is the new. Uh, he's the, new he's the like bad. new power figure in the yeah. universe. Yeah, he's basically the Thanos now. He takes his shirt off and he's just Benicio del Jacto. <laughs> oh no, he's high. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, you know, it's a very complicated assault with it's 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 a heist movie. It's the it's Marvel's heist movie that's. A better episode. heist movie than Ant Man or heist episode. Yeah. The key takeaway is that T'Challa is a better Star Lord than Peter Quill <laughs> oh, yeah. was. Yeah, exactly. And just a, he's you know better a better off at Dairy Queen. Yeah, and then yeah, Quill is working at Dairy Queen, and then uh, 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 Ego finds him, and he's like, "Ha ha, you're fucking, you're fucked, pal." And then you know <laughs> he, he, he just goes, "Hey, I'm your father," and then it just kind of energy cuts. tentacle spikes him through the chest, and then that's the end of the episode. Yeah. All right, episode three. 
All right, episode three. This is the one that makes me the most angry. Zombies? No, that's uh, second most. But uh, episode three is, what if everyone died? Oh, yeah, this one was such a flyover episode. Yeah, Yeah, it was 30 seconds long. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. It was four seconds long, and it was just like, what if everyone died? Everyone is dead. Yeah. That's it. Moving on. It's <laughs> Episode five, baby. It's an interesting what if, but it just misses on what's cool about the what ifs. And is that, you know, what if we had different versions of heroes? Instead, we everybody dies, and then we just get Hank, Hank Pym as, I'm guessing... Yellow Jacket. Yellow yeah. Jacket. And Hank Pym does become Yellow Jacket in the comics. Right. But he's more like an anti-hero. Yellow right? Jacket is not a villain oh. in the comics. Well, he is at uh, one point, but he's just, you know... He's not at one point. Because... This is, I don't know you. why this one, ex- this episode existed, because this is, should have been the fucking Gamora episode. Was, yeah, this is, is such a padded episode. It was such a fucking It's good mystery. It's episode. interesting, but. It, no, it. It just doesn't it served, provide. It served to, at the end, when there's, you know, we needed a universe with no Scarlet, or with no Black Widow. With the Black Widow that just gets, like, injected into the other universe. Because is that, is Black that this dead. universe? Yeah. Because yep. I thought, one. no, because I think. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I thought I saw Iron Man and all the yeah, other Yeah, because Loki shows up and he's like, hey, my bro's dead and I'm going to f- I'm gonna kill this guy for you, but also take over the planet. Right. That's That was this episode. That's so... Such an odd episode. Yeah. yeah that, I, want... I don't even want to talk about this one anymore. Okay. Episode four. <laughs> all right. Episode four. Boy, I'm so glad I spent so much time writing the detailed plot of all these episodes. If we're just going to go. Yeah. How does it feel, Tyler? We went through all the things you read, wrote. Okay. This one, I think, was kind of cool. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Yeah, yeah that was probably me. my favorite one, to be honest. It's, it's pretty It's cool. up there yeah. for me. Um, let's. you want to do like a play-by-play play of this one? Because I think this is one of the better episodes. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, the episode opens with Doctor Strange, before becoming a wizard, picking up uh, Christine, his love interest, to get an award or something. Sorcerer. 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 Um, they're dri- uh, so they're driving in the um, his car, and it's pretty much that same situation from the Doctor Strange movie where he's just like, I'm going to go 100 miles an hour in- on this fucking cliff coast and text at the same time. But instead, he's a little bit better at driving this time, but still fucking gets in a car accident. But instead of losing his hands, he Christine dies instead. Um and then it's kind of a montage of playing of the events playing out the exact same way they would in um, Doctor Strange. He becomes uh, the Sorcerer Supreme. He defeats Dormammu. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Dormammu, I've, I've come, come to, to eat, eat your, your ass. ass. <laughs> I remember when you guys said that like five years ago. Um, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so some time passes of events um, in the movie and then... This is where like the episode starts. It cuts to Doctor Strange's home, and where he's still upset about Christine. At this point, he decides to use his time stone to go back and try and save her. Um, he t- with this, it's fucking like Chrono Trigger rules. He takes his, the place of his body, um, and instead of like there being two of them, you know, right. And then, well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he just takes his own place. He doesn't like. Like, he takes the place of his body. Like, his memories right, right. are, like, But set later up. on, it gets a little more convoluted. Oh, it's yeah. so convoluted. He days of future pasts himself. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's Very way. Good. Yeah, it's a way. I don't think anybody knows what Chrono Trigger is. I don't, I don't even play it. I just know that how that time travel works in that game. Yeah. Um, tries to save her, but it doesn't work. It's one of those things that just, like, every single time, he's just going to see her die again and again and again. And it's super sad. Yeah. And then uh, after, like, I don't know, probably the hundredth time he tries to save her. Like, he dies so many times and so in different ways. Um, after a final attempt, Strange is visited by the Master, who is played by... Oh, what's her name? Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. The, 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 uh, the old one. The, the old one. The elder one? The uh, elder one. I, I always it thought it was just called the Master or something. No, it's it's like... The old one or the elder one or something right. like that. It's one of those. It's the um, ancient one. The ancient, the ancient one. That's go. it. And she's just like, you can't change her death. It's an absolute un- point. It's an absolute point, which is just some jargon to say, like, you should just give up on women. I have a son who's <laughs> totally woman. your type. 
and Dr. he very Strange isn't gay. Didn't say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. What if? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So he then she's just like you got. You should probably stop. And he's like, I'm not gonna do that. And uses the time stone to go to like the most ancient library, the ca- uh, the library of Cagliostro. Cagliostro. Uh, what? Cagliostro. It's Cagliostro. Cagliostro. I'm pretty sure. It's Cagliostro. There's a G. Yeah, it's like Italian. It's silent. That only works if there's an N in front of it. Cagliostro. Go ahead. Come moving on. I'm going to look this up. You go ahead. Okay. The Library of Calligamy. Um, Calligraphy? <laughs> meets the guardian of the library, Obey. He's super cool. I like him. And he's just like, hey, I'm the guardian, but, you know. You can just chill. I don't care. Yep. <laughs> it's like the world's worst security guard. Um, after some time passes, he learns of uh, ancient beings that he can absorb powers from. To so he has the power to break Christine's death. Yeah. So it cuts to this hella cool montage of him stealing the souls of fucking a bunch of fucking. The f- Hello. Cagliostro. Cagliostro. Okay. Yeah, I said Cagliostro, right? Cagliostro. Cagli- yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, okay. Did I? No, I <laughs> Cagliostro. Boy, maybe I'm the one who needs the Adderall and the Humira. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so he pretty much absorbs uh, fucking demons from other dimensions for like a thousand years and becomes uh, strange superior, I guess is what they call him. So we finally, and then he finally absorbs uh, Cthulhu, which I think is po- is the same monster, fucking it's Red It's the Skull. same tentacle yeah. monster, yeah. Um, it's, I skipped a bunch a little bit. Nah, it's, he, he goes to Cagliostro's uh, library, and he starts absorbing all this shit, and that's right. where he gets his cool cloak from little bug monster. He just, he chooses not to fucking absorb because he's like, I don't do bugs. I'm like, yeah, same. Bugs and then for a thousand years, yeah. he absorbs more, which right. is crazy. But he uses a time stone to, like, not age. Is that what happens? I just kind of assume yeah, they, that the he says, is... like, you use a time stone to stop time and do okay. all your bullshit. And then meets a dying Obey, and who's just like, yeah, you know what's great? Living a life as a normal person and not f- trying to bring someone back to the death and absorbing fucking bunch of demons but you know what you do you i'm i'm out he does I'm out like 5, the, he does like the the jamis speech from dune he's like life is not meant to be stopped it's not a problem to solve death is a part of living and he's like yeah yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> hey so, i'm old now it, he <laughs> he then also i'm old he then, uh, this is where it gets a little complicated because now there's two timelines when the ancient one met with Doctor Strange. So he splits his, 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 his he's, he, uh, she splits, splits his, like, his aura or like his personality or like his being. Into so there's two like timelines. Yeah. So now there's two timelines. One timeline. So it's like, uh, okay. And the All point right. where he decided to use the time stone to go try and save Christine for the first time, he both does and doesn't. And so then this leads to a battle of, uh, Doctor Strange proper against Superior, mm-hmm. and it's a super cool demon fight, not demon, a uh, sorcerer fight. Yeah, to which uh, Superior Strange wins. Just beats his ass. Oh yeah. my, because yeah. he's got all these demons in him. What man doesn't? <laughs> You're so dark. So and also the world, it's like You're so edgy, bro. Yes, I know. Because he's trying to fix this point, the whole world is getting fucked over. His entire universe is crumbling around him, but he doesn't care because he needs to save Christine. At this final point, he, he does bring her back to life, but he's all, like, mutated and gross. Mm-hmm. She's all scared. <laughs> he's like, I don't like you. You're scary. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's, like, yeah, fucking... He's a goat monster demon thing. He's just a fucking mutated thing. blob of shit. Me too, buddy. And the, the <laughs> 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 and the universe is literally turning into black gunk. And it's, She's like, what the fuck? Did I die? <laughs> Was I dead just now? Also, what the fuck is happening? The universe, the universe is slowly turning into a twenty-sided dice, to which Doctor Strange gets trapped in forever, and he's literally calling the helper. And he's like, "Can you please stop this?" The watcher, this? The, the, watcher. Helper. <laughs> the hamburger helper. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I'm so hungry. <laughs> you can stop this. You're a god. <laughs> I can't help without a packet of ground beef. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, the, the Watcher literally is like, I'm not going to do that. You can watch Christine die again and be trapped inside the 20-sided dice, you fucking nerd. Yeah. He chose poorly. <laughs> and um, that's pretty much the end of the one of the sadder episodes. Oh, yeah. Super dark. All right, we can we can just briefly talk about this one. It's episode five. Zombies. What if Marvel? What if what if screwed up Marvel zombies? Is how I wrote it. <laughs> this is so. I own. I don't dislike this episode. I was just disappointed. I wanted more, and I wanted. I wanted sentient talking zombies just fucking shit up. Yeah, so that's what it was in the original comics was that instead of them being like, brains, they're like, they kept their personality and their intelligence, but they were just overcome with hunger when they saw right. people. They're just stupid zombies. Yeah, this, yeah. this, yeah, the original comic is so better, and I can't believe how much they butchered it. It's like if you took the story of Jesus and you used that to make Black Panther. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it is about a black king who comes back to life and saves the world, but you're kind of missing the point here. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> it was Write just... this down and send it to Marvel. <laughs> Jesus knew Actually, send it, send it to Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will do it. T'Challa doing the Christ pose <laughs> in space. Do we, do we, uh, do, can we just skip over this one a little bit? Just talk about it. Uh, yeah, so... Okay, so it's pretty much just like Peter Parker and his merry band of assholes. And Happy Hogan's there, and the Wasp is there, and who was Okoye the, and the Winter Soldier. Who's the and, one guy who was just like the guy with the accent? Hey, I'm funny. I don't even know who he was. He was the other oh, guy. Oh, that's du- uh, fucking, what's his name? Dust Melchian's character. He's the he's one of the sidekicks in Ant-Man. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. That's a very forgettable character to have as one of your, like, surviving members of the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. or Zombieverse. Yeah. It's odd. He it's, dies um, halfway through, right? Or he gets taken by zombies. Yeah, like he dies in some nondescript yeah. way. I think it was yeah. one of those things. So pretty much everybody dies besides it's Spider-Man and Ant-Man's, Ant-Man, head. Who, Ant-Man's head who comes back. And nine uh, tenths of T'Challa who lost his leg. Stop deep-throating the he, mic. Just distracted. <laughs> hey, you're watching. It's it does cover hit some like classic um zombie stuff like when Vision turns out to be sort of zombie proof, but also repellent, but also insane. He lures fucking people in so that uh he can turn them into food for for Wanda for Wanda who has become a zombie, which is the only reason this episode happens is so that she can fight ultimate um. Ultron at the end of the of the oh, show, yeah. For, like briefly. Yeah, like, that's the in, to briefly inconvenience him. Yeah, but. Because, but we'll yeah we'll move right along. So that's that. That's pretty much that whole episode. This is another one that wasn't super about was what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? It's interesting, but it's just Killmonger as a character is really cool in this episode. But honestly, the plot was just kind of like. What? Yeah, it's not one of those th- shows that adds. It was not one of those episodes that added something to the lore. It was stuff. like a ten-year-old yeah. got a hold of this, uh, like a hold of the ear of Kevin Feige, and it was just like. And then, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Killmonger <laughs> makes uh, uh, like a uh, uh, like a Gundam, and then they say it's like a Gundam, so it doesn't make it crazy. <laughs> he also he and also then, has uh, to say the word anime. Yeah, please yeah, put yeah, make anime, like anime canon in the Marvel <laughs> universe. And uh, you know, I, this is another episode I didn't dislike. It's, it's just, just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. It was just yeah, like they took the finer points of what should have been like a long movie or series. It was just like, here you go. Here's I, some. Here's I some. Yeah. I think the key takeaway for most of it was he has ulterior motives and that's it. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> he always. He always. He, he always We don't does. really know what he's going after, but it's not what you think it is yeah. at all times. He's very cunning. Right. He so does, he murks Tony Stark after saving him. Yeah, he, he saves he saves Tony Stark at the beginning of like Iron Man one, and then he like gets in real tight with him, and then they decide they need Vibranium to make their super mega Gundam, and then uh, Gundam Army. Yeah, Gundam and then uh, he kill then they go and get some from Claw, mm-hmm. where he kills fucking kills T'Challa and Rhodey. Yeah, so he kills two of the uh, some classic heroes. Right, and then. Uh, Tony finds out, and then he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> except, no, I'm going to toy with you for a little bit with a giant vibranium robot, robot. with guns and that Gundam, had so many opportunities to 
turn you into a fine pink mist, but I'm going to throw it. I'm going to I'm going to hit you across the room like 18 times while you spear it in the head and kill me. Yeah. This the uh, I think one of the other things he murdered um in this episode was the Wakanda war cry cuz it's everybody says it the exact same oh, way they God, say yeah. the way to Charles it said Wakanda forever but he says Wakanda forever. No it's, he's like it's Wakanda forever it's so bad <laughs> it's fucking terrible yeah. it's like dude you are such a good actor i know that was were no. you trying to make that shitty maybe it's i think I somebody know. told him no I'll make it cartoony <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. michael b jordan is like he's, he's, he's a the, very good actor he's the man he's the man i would say Wakanda, he's a b actor forever so cringy. I think he does it twice. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. He's all, it, it's this whole thing is like him playing both sides, but he inevitably becomes the new Black Panther, and I guess the would be chief of king the, king would be king of Wakanda. Kinda, he, yeah, he meets he goes into like dead Panther land and is like, was it worth it, cousin? He's like, I'm gonna save the world for our brothers and sisters. I just want to backtrack just a second and say that you said. That he's a very B actor. And <laughs> I noticed that. Thank you. <laughs> God dang it. Oh. Okay. We're almost done. We're on episode eight. Oh, sorry. We're on seven. Six. Six. Seven. This is the party Thor episode, right? Episode seven, party Thor. Oh, yeah, seven. This is, this a, is probably my favorite episode, if I'm very fine. It's, it's very awesome. Fine. I wish they would make yeah. a movie like this. Honestly, with this... <laughs> <laughs> with 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 something that wasn't like with the stakes that aren't like the world will end because Doctor Big Brain is gonna put his dick in a volcano and explode it all over our fucking faces. You should it's be a screenwriter like, with that. Plan. That is awesome. <laughs> I just fucking like no. I I wish that there was like you know people would fucking hate it. People would fucking hate it. Be like, what, be what was the point of this movie? This this movie doesn't expand the universe. It's like fuck, man. It did fuck a little. Off. It, I would say... Th- no, I mean, if they made a whole yeah, fucking movie right. based on this premise. And it's just like... I don't know. It was fun. It, it was, was fun. fun. Yeah. I, I feel like... Eh, I don't know. At it this was... point, though, because of uh, zombies and um, the Killmonger episode, I was like, I really wanted something good. And then I saw that, what if Thor was born an only child? And I'm like, well, yeah, what if he was born left-handed or something? And, and I just thought that was it's just like a stupid thing. But I, I actually enjoyed the episode pretty Thoroughly much. Thoroughly enjoyed it, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. let's, let's just talk about the finer points. I really like how immediately he is with Jane Foster, who's just like, you're destroying the universe. Like, well, you have pretty eyes. It's like, really? Oh. <laughs> let's oh. get matching tattoos. Hello. Uh-huh. Whoa. Whoa. And, so the concept of this is because Thor was born. No, <laughs> shut up. Because Thor was born an only shot. Uh, fucking only Od- child. Yeah. O- Odin didn't take in Loki. He gave him back to the Frost Giants. So to Thor Laufey. grew up as an only child. It's pretty much a rich kid who's like, I can abuse my power because I'm going to be king. He's basically perpetually Simba from the Lion King before his dad dies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that made me say much. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think the only thing to really take away from this was at the end, Ultra Infinity Ultron comes, and uh, he's like, "What the hell?" And it's like, "Yeah." And it's, I don't know. If you've seen the episode, which if you're listening to this, you probably have. Hopefully, it's uh, you know, it's a fun episode. It's very funny and is uh, it has its moments. It, I personally it like it when uh, Darcy Lewis marries uh, Howard, Howard the, the Duck. Duck. It's very good. Fuck it. Oh, and there's just a, literally every alien from the Marvel Cinematic Universe is there. It's like the best Easter egg episode ever because yeah. you'll, you'll see the master, you'll see uh, the collector. The Kree uh, and the Skrull for some reason not uh, killing each oh, other. Oh, Ice yeah. Giant Loki who is yeah, so cool. awesome. Love Ice Giant Loki. Korg's in there somewhere. Mm. Oh, yeah. He fucking destroys Nick Fury. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking gridiron gangs him and no. just it puts him out of commission. Oh, my God. That was Oh, so yeah. Great. I think he goes into like a coma after that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's it. They don't even say really explicitly if he's alive. <laughs> he's just I think they just say he's just out of commission. But, yeah, yeah. you're right. They're like, he might be alive. Um, might be dead. Oh, what's uh, who's the lava giant from Ragnarok? Surter. 
Surter. Yeah, he, try, he like hook, tries to hook up with the Statue of Liberty. Accidentally cuts its arm off. Yeah. It's like, oh, I gotta go. man I gotta hasn't go. done that at the bar? Jesus. <laughs> I gotta weld this back on <laughs> before I leave. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was it was a funny episode. It was, a fun it, was episode. it was. I it's a great. I think it was good for anybody who just enjoys the little Easter eggs of like seeing people together. Mm. I loved it when um, he's trying to clean up the party and he goes to Nebula. He's like, Nebula, will you help? He's like, Uh, my dad is calling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like how chill Thor is. Just yeah. overall, yeah. I think it's weird that it, just because he existed, this is the Thor that was sent to become a guardian of the multiverse. It's like, just because we got to see him, he's like, we're going to choose this version of right. Thor. It's like, why? Yeah, I'm sure Choose there's... fucking Rune God Thor from the comics. <laughs> You're 1v1 Infinity Thana, or fucking Infinity Ultron. Easy. Anyway, I'm that's a the, fucking That's the now. next episode. Anyway, yeah, let's get into the next episode. You got, uh, what if Ultron won? Yeah. Which I is... think it was really cool. I hate all the, the Scarlet Witch, bull, uh, Hawkeye bullshit. Hate it. You mean Black Widow? Yes, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I always fucking do that. Uh, Black Widow, Hawkeye bullshit. I hated all that shit. I, I wish it was just more exposition about how Ultron beat everyone's ass. Yeah, that would have been cool. That. It's the whole thing in this universe is um, Ultron got to Vision's body and be and was able to upload himself into him, uh, and with the power of the Mind Stone, totally takes out the entire world, including all the Avengers, Sans Black Widow and Hawkeye, who for some reason gets a robot arm and can also and also Everyone has the cloak of invis- invisibility. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the only thing I want to know why happened. It's it was yeah. It's an interesting episode. It it's two parts. It's one part Hawkeye and Black Widow breaking into uh, a base in Soviet Russia to not Soviet Russia but Russia. Sometimes it's just hard to say Russia without saying Soviet first. So what what I want to focus on for this episode is how they fucked with the pow- the powers of the Infinity Stone stones, and in in one sense they really showed it's like. You can literally do anything with all six because at one point Ultron makes his head galaxy sized and destroys a galaxy, which is awesome, which is like, yeah, that's not that's not without the the realm of possibility with all six Infinity Stones in the comics. But at the same time, you know, he goes on like a fucking multi-generational fucking tirade across the universe, planet by planet, like with his little drone army. It's like he could literally think all life in the in the universe out of existence without like being like oh i i i skip i i missed a couple oh i i missed black widow and yeah. and fucking hawkeye I, I didn't try as hard it's like you can make your head <laughs> into a universe a galaxy sized thing and, and eat just eat a, a galaxy, galaxy like you're trying to deep throat a microphone <laughs> <laughs> but you can't you missed that Two of the most famous and deadly people on the planet Earth are still alive. It's mm-hmm. like I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot of fucking. It's a lot of little mental gymnastics you got to work around. I just in realized last two episodes because it's just like okay, yeah, you can do these crazy fucking amazing things. He murks Thanos in a second without oh, the. Yeah. He just with his with uh, the mind, mind stone, stone cuts. Th- th- Thanos just shows up with five of the Infinity Stones, and Ultron's just like zip. Bye. 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 <laughs> um, there was one, there was, <laughs> there was, there was something on Reddit. It was like, uh, this scene really makes me appreciate how important it was that the first thing that happened against the Avengers in Infinity War was, what's his name, impaling Vision. Yeah, big time. To like, like half his power. You know, so it's just oh like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. He's not as op, so he can't fucking cut anyone in half. Yeah. So the big, another big point of this episode is that um, Ultron succeeds in not only destroying all of Earth, but not they kill everybody. He kills all organic life throughout in the, the universe. universe. Yeah. It's and then he just realized, I bet I, I bet I could also kill other universes. He like yeah, becomes he, aware. He becomes aware of the Watcher, and mm-hmm. by doing so becomes aware of other universes and then they go on this really cool fight with the watcher oh, and, yeah. and Ultron in between universes and like each punch in like Times Square is like changing the universe and it's really it's cool. really cool fight. Um meanwhile Black Widow thing, and Hawkeye it, get we, it one thing that was really interesting about this was at no point in any of the MCU have they told us that 
this the the Infinity Stones don't work outside of their universe. They've never said that. We just assumed it because that's how that's a very very important aspect of the Infinity Stones in the comics. We just oh. assumed that was the case in the in the in the MCU, and it's not. And just because they don't work at the TBA doesn't mean they won't work in other universes. I thought about that earlier too. Yeah, I just re- I just realized that this show comes after Loki. And I think that's interesting because that's the series that creates multiverse. Well, it links the main universe to the multiverse. The multi- right. multiverse existed. Oh, okay. We're, I just assumed... the main the main MCU universe was just cut off from it. Right. Okay. So, um, and this just immediately ties into the last episode. What if the Watcher broke his oath? And it's a big montage of him kind of getting all the heroes we've seen so far, including and we've said this before, but a different version of Gamora. And this is the episode we should have gotten instead of fucking what yeah, if the Avengers died, fucking, which yeah. was so stupid. Why not? This was so cool. Why? It was, it was produced and everything like they have the episode ready to go. Maybe they'll do a season two. No, no, they are. That's oh, okay. super confirmed. They already have like half the episodes done. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So in this, for whatever reason, Gamora's like just way cooler. She took down Thanos single-handedly. And for some reason, uh, Tony Stark has Hulk, uh, smasher, Iron Man, Yep. And then gets the watch just steals up Gamora and then steals up Peggy Carter and then all the people we've pretty much seen so far. Um Star-Lord T'Challa, uh Killmonger, Black Panther, Party Thor, Superior Strange, um and then I think that's it. Am I missing anybody? Killmonger? Did you say? I'd say Killmonger, uh Black Panther. And he pretty much Carter. charges with them with the task of beating Ultimate Thanos. Ultimate Ultimate Ultron, sorry. Yeah. You just you want him to beat Thanos. That's all. I don't know. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> so okay. So this is also one. Pretty of much, the... is, it, 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 what we generally don't do on the show is describe fight scenes, which this is just pretty much it's one long fight, fight scene. scene. And it's pretty cool showcasing the, the. It was so the fucking the Infinity Crusher or whatever. So fucking stupid. Mm. Oh, they were designed to work on the Infinity Stones of our universe, not his universe. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. That was Fuck dumb. off. So well, stupid. Why even have that? Yeah. Why even have that little bullshit little device? You know, it's just... It's a, it's a rug bull. It's just like, stupid. as soon as it happens and fails, it's like... Yeah. It's just the basic concept of writing any plot is that the first plan never works. Right. Um... What I liked about this fight scene is how much more magical Doctor Strange is. Because I'll say oh, that yeah. I've said this a dozen times on our show. Doctor Strange, especially in his own movie, never seemed magical. It just oh, yeah. magic kung fu. Yep. But this one actually seemed like magic, which I liked. Yeah. So it was it was all all in all, it was a pretty cool fight scene. Black Widow shows up at one point and becomes part yeah. of the fight. There's not much else we can really say other because it's just, it's a fight scene. We won't describe everything. Is there anything specific we want to talk about it, though? Honestly, no. I don't think we should either, because, I mean, it's just, like, just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm so glad it. I watched Pay attention <laughs> to the first five minutes. Yeah, we're not going to, like, sit here and explain the choreography of the fight scenes. Or, I'll like, post, cool I'll post my but... notes online, and you can read it if you want. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that pretty much wraps up the series. Uh, any final thoughts? It's good. Yeah. It was fun. I, I wish they Fun. did more um, episodes where they created new heroes like they did in the first two because that was the only time they really did it. Yeah, true. True, true, true. It was just so bullshit, but I liked it. It was fun. <laughs> hate. Right, we're almost done. <laughs> All right. A uh, couple things before we uh, uh, sign off for our episode. Um, Kurt, thanks again for being here, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Cool. Do you have anything? Do you have anything to plug? No. Yeah, I know. I know. Thank you. Go ahead, Kurt. No, I don't have anything to plug. Okay. But thank you for asking. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe you have a band that's playing tomorrow night plug at Slackers. On uh, we've got a huge gig tomorrow at Slackers, Saturday the 30th, October. Um, Hopefully you'll be listening to this as soon as it gets put If out. you are listening to this tonight or the day of, uh, come to the show. Come to the show. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's It's going to be be the biggest show of the year. It's going to be huge. Within this town. (laughs) Yeah, within Aberdeen. Uh, My band is... uh, Disco Child? Disco Kid. Disco Kid. We're going to be pumping out some jams. Disco Kid. 
uh, accompanied by uh, Digital Zombies, uh, God Awful Racket, and Citricity, who I will also be playing and singing a couple numbers with. I'll just be there, dressed up. Me too. Who are you going as? Oh, I'm going to be John Bender from Breakfast Club. I, you know what? I saw your costumes and I thought, is he a Goonie? I think he's a Goonie. No, I don't know why I no. thought I didn't. <laughs> All right, folks. Like we always like to say here at Flannel Destination, uh, go weird or go home. But don't go home weird. <laughs>